All righty. Talking we about the cool boy. The school boy? Cool boy. School board? <laughs> I can't tell your mouth is full. <laughs> I put uh, my Cheerios away. Oh. <laughs> you get all those Cheerio crumbs in your laptop keyboard. Oh, wait. These are donut seeds. I forgot. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, get things on the road here. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. You can send us an email at the TSF at the That sounds funny. All right, buddy, that is correct. We are the podcast. That sounds funny. And we are coming at you on the week of May 30th, 2023. And uh, we are in season three. We're on show 31. And we're up to episode 134 for people who are counting on their fingers and toes, anticipating those statistics every week. I really don't care. But I keep track of them anyway. <laughs> we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me today are... Um, Terry. <laughs> stop thinking about that one. And Jill. Yeah, in case you got that mixed up or something. <laughs> Forgot who you were. Uh, but hey, we like to open up with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? I did want to have a word with you somehow. Could be your reading, watching, doing kind of a thing. <laughs> Classic, funny family story. And yeah. who wants to go first? I don't know Terry probably has something. <laughs> Not. Yeah. I'm still trying to get my swimming pool done. I had a friend of ours. He's a, uh, what do you call it, low vision. He's got high partial. He can see pretty, well, I thought he could see pretty good, but apparently he can't see that well. <laughs> he can't see as well as he lets on, huh? Yeah, and um, so he was helping me with my swimming pool a little bit, and we'd got the water from about probably waist deep down to eight inches of water in the pool. But but then our you know the filter got clogged up, you know, and you got to turn the pump off and take the leaves out because we're we're trying to vacuum as we go, which was a mistake, I guess. You know, I've been learning that. With my pool, I got to uh, uh, um, suck the water down out of the pool, and then, I, then you can get the leaves out easier that way. And then you just refill the pool with fresh water, and you don't have to put that many chemicals in. See, so I could, I could empty my pool out, and whenever I refill my pool, it takes about maybe uh, my water bill might be $100. But that's with showering going on and everything else. But it raises my bill up maybe 50 or 60 bucks, let's say. But yet that's still cheaper than putting in, you know, half of, you know, putting in about 4,000 gallons of water and then putting in about three or four hundred dollars worth of chemicals, you know, to clean it all up. Yeah, it's like, and so it's the, the fun and the hilarity of owning a pool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not a funny story. It's just what I've been doing this last week. So if but, anybody uh, wants to be hired on as Terry's pool boy or girl, 
Yeah, let <laughs> us know. Are they going to call down to like down to El Paso, Texas, and tell ask the mayor if he could send me some Mexicans up here? You have to <laughs> learn how to say "pool boy" in Spanish, and won't you? Pobre niño. What is that? It's what Keith asked for. It's Spanish for pool boy. Oh, brother. No, pool boy. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy, I mean, he came over and he, you know, this guy, uh, uh -oh. you know, just say that, you know, and he come over and he's spent the night, a couple nights, and we tackled the pool what we could. And then, then he told us, he said he could barbecue, but don't believe him. <laughs> It was yeah. just sort of he, he can barbecue person. cinders. So he had <laughs> meat cinders for dinner. That is, <laughs> but it was uh, he he barbecued. Then after he was done barbecuing, he mowed the, some of the grass. You know, and the next hmm. day he got up and he's telling me he's like, man, I don't know what it is with that push mower, but it's, it's hard to start. And I go, well, which push mower did you use? The one off of the back patio or the one from the garage? He goes, oh, you have two of them? I said, yeah, the one on the patio don't work. <laughs> but he got it working. Apparently. Yeah, that's cool. I had to pull on it and pull on it and pull on it and pull on it and pull on it. And then it finally started. I mowed for a while last night. But then today, I had to pull on it and pull on it and pull on it. And just, oh, man, it's just, I said, yeah, I think it needs a tune-up. The carburetor <laughs> needs a tune-up, you know? But uh, that that would probably be the thing, yeah. And so then, you know, so then I had another quick little thing. Uh, how I watched binge watch these old TV shows. I I started that show, the old show from 1989, Family Matters, and uh, it goes until episode four before Steve Urkel comes on the show. But then I was looking last night for the recently downloads, and I was like, oh my gosh, they've got like. The I don't they have like the new Night Court season one and George Lopez new show season one. They've got Young Sheldon season six and they've got Young Rock. And I was like, wow, I was like, there's a bunch of shows that's but I mean, those are newer on TV now, but they are they released about five or six shows that I usually watch last night. I was like, holy cow, <laughs> yeah, it's the thing with the uh, family matters. Steve Urkel uh, started out as like a one-off character. He wasn't really intended to be on there for more than an episode or so. Because right. uh, the girl, what was her name, Laura, would talk yeah. about this, this you know, icky little boy in her class. But then it turns out he got on there and people just really liked the character so much he became the focus of the show. <laughs> yeah. And then, then as it got up as they were like more in high school, there's a couple of episodes where he actually played like uh, his cousin or something who is really well. He, yes, Stefan. Yeah, no. yeah. They, instead of being nerdy all the time, they allowed him essentially to be himself, and so they, they made this alter ego for him. <laughs> right. I thought I like that was pretty cool, you know, stuff. But yeah. I haven't got that for him because anyway, the girl was always. Re repulsed by Steve Urkel, but she was like, "Oh, Stefan, I love you, Stefan," or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what I've been doing. All right. <laughs> Will for not being able to remember what you had to talk about. You sure did talk about a lot. <laughs> he remembered today. I guess. Yeah. You got something, Joe? 
Well, mine's an old story that I was thinking yesterday about doing, but uh, we used to live up in Mount Olive. I can say that because any stalkers out there, we don't live there anymore. Go look for me. Panther Creek um, Road. Yeah. I tried and, to guess what house, house you used to live in. <laughs> out in the country. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what made me think of this, but my son one day when he used to live there was taking a shower and we heard my me and my husband was in the living room when we heard him kind of ah like you know you can hear <laughs> what scream the scream like a girl yeah kind of <laughs> and uh so he uh we thought somebody flushed a toilet or something then we got to thinking no because at that house that was our only bathroom you know maybe the water pressure changed on him so when he came out we asked him what was wrong and he said well he was in there showering and something cold jumped on him there was a frog in the shower with him and <laughs> it, it was how, that princess looking for a kiss yeah how frog got in our bathroom in the shower of all places but uh, <laughs> well, we we had been known to have frogs in our shower back there at the good old church house studio really wow yeah I may have told a story about that before, but if I if I have it, remind me. I'll tell you about it sometime. But tell us now. Tell us now. I thought that was pretty funny. The frog jumping on him in the shower. I can tell you about a dead snake in my basement. Yeah. Well, uh, we have a a grandkid who you know how grandkids can be kind of weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. <laughs> He was helping out at our bowling alley, and uh, apparently he just loved to sweep. He just loves to grab a broom and sweep the floor, grab the vacuum and sweep the floor. He loves sweeping the floor so much. He gets so involved in it that he forgot to go pee. Until he did. Until he did (laughs) on the floor. (laughs) That he was sweeping. (laughs) <laughs> he was so uh, engrossed with that uh, virtual reality video game of uh, sweeping the floor he couldn't pull himself away wow I hope this but, is one of the younger grandkids <laughs> well no it's the 18 year old one no, <laughs> no it is is this probably uh, 70 years old I think <laughs> yeah, he'll be wow. going into second grade no third grade this year Wow. Whenever school starts in the fall. So, yeah, he's probably, he'll, he'll be eight on his birthday this year. Hopefully, they don't have him sweep the floors at school. He needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, class, we're going to learn how to sweep the floors today. Help the janitors out. Look at Josh. You know, I want to <laughs> but anyway, that's just a short little funny story, Ed. That I, is thought funny. Maybe, I thought maybe he was sleeping and thought he was sweeping the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he was sleeping and he dreamed about going to the toilet. Yeah. Hey, I've had that happen before, laying there sleeping, and you're like, am I really up or am I in bed still? You dream and get up. You dream <laughs> you're walking the path, and you know, it's all so real. And then, uh, oh, wait, I'm not sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. It's better to toilet. I go on How come I'm getting it so wet? I don't know. Yeah, usually, if you ever have a dream about going to the toilet, don't do it. <laughs> usually, I'll jump up and run because I'll be like, "Ah, oh, I'm not there." <laughs> well, uh, I guess we could advance on, progressing into 
uh, the next segment of the show. Uh-huh. I think we've learned that already. I do, too. And that will be some random stuff. Unhand me, sir. Random stuff. Yeah. So, uh, we numbers. spin that wheel. Let's yeah. try seven of them today. Six, 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 six. six. Let's sing our song of six. <laughs> How many is six? Oh, that's our chat bot. These, these can be found at chat.openai.com for people who want to ask their own silly chatbot questions. But here's one that says, write funny headline about a moose. Moose on the loose. Police searching for antlered suspect. (laughs) (laughs) Funny headline. Whatever. (laughs) All right. I'll put so I can read this one here. Write green eggs and ham in the style of Shakespeare. Oh, boy. (laughs) In a land not far from here, there fouled Jerome without fear. There lived a creature most absurd. A mythical beast with scales that scourged. I do not like these eggs of green. The beast proclaimed the voice serene. In any way, in any form, I'll not partake. I must reform. But still the host did urge and plead. Oh, try them. Try them and you will see. To taste the flavor of the yolk. And feel the texture of the yolk. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, At last, the beast relented and tried the eggs as was intended. Lo, and behold, to his surprise, he found them tasty before his eyes. (laughs) Oh, I do like these eggs. Uh, uh, So green, the beast exclaimed with a voice serene. In every way, in every form, I'll eat them here, I'll eat them warm. (laughs) And so the moral of this tale is simple and it must not fail. Do not be quick to judge and scorn, or you may find a life newly born. That doesn't make any sense, but it rhymes. Oh, oh maybe because if you don't eat the eggs, the chicken will hatch. <laughs> ah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, if I run out of them, I'll have to have uh, Chris generate me a few. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, anyway. We can't leave that poor crippled girl alone. In- uh, so there's that. Uh, this time now to move on to some news of the week. That doesn't sound funny. I have in West Virginia another bear is caught on a ring camera. The bear came up on the guy's porch and rang his doorbell. Trick or treat. <laughs> Give me a picnic basket. Ooh. And it uh, 
Yeah, trick or treat. Justin, Justin, somebody. Justin Smith, that's a, a kind of popular name. <laughs> Maybe the bear was selling Avon. <laughs> he was out at 11 p.m., so he was still not out before his curfew. <laughs> yeah. And, the, the oh the bear did a, a ding dong dash. The bear rang the doorbell and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't leave a fling bag of poop, did it? <laughs> it wasn't in a bag. <laughs> a stinky he, he, just, he didn't even put the bag. Is put the flaming poop on it. On the bank of the river. Stood running back, young Indian brave. On the other side of the river, stood his lovely Indian maid. Well, my, since it's the end of the year for the kids at school, I got a school graduation story about a school in Illinois. Um has a lot of sets of twins. Twins? Has 12 sets of twins and one set of triplets in the graduating class. Wow. That's some busy parents. Yeah. That's at least 15 students. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know where this place is at. Chicago. Well, is if it's a really big high school, you're going to increase the likelihood of having more twins. I thought they were going to say Granite City, but it, it says somewhere around Chicago. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's just like some little tiny one room Amish schoolhouse. They have all those twins <laughs> and triplets. <laughs> I think it's something in the water. Yeah, 33 and counting. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> That's, uh, well, but, triplets are pretty rare. Vernon Hills High weird. School is where this is at. Vernon Hills, wherever that's at, I don't know. Vernon Hills, yeah. But uh, never heard yeah, of in it, the graduating but... class this year, they have the twelve sets of twins and one set of triplets. And, and the, the principal of the school is even a twin. He's got mm -hmm. a twin sister. Hmm. And I don't understand why there's so many twins and triplets. People are wanting bigger families for some reason, I guess. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's, it's a, if it's a big school, you'd have the or more likelihood. I mean, in our school, I mean, there was probably maybe two sets of twins in, in my class. There might have been three, maybe, maybe four. Um, I know every grade had at least one set of two, like you're saying, because yeah. I remember there was a couple in my grade, too. Mine too. We had yeah. boy girl sets. We had boy. Well, we didn't have any boy. We had girls and boys and stuff. But yeah, there was only one in ours that were uh, considered identical twins. You could still tell them apart. At least I could. But then the other three, they were like just uh, what they call it when they used to have the parental. Paternal. Huh? They were paternal, paternal twins. Paternal twins. Yeah. But there's another place in Illinois that has won the world record for having the most sets of twins. Yeah. yeah. Nutria High School in Winnetka, Illinois, 
Oh, they won the world record for having the most sets of twins in a graduating class. They had 45 sets of twins. Wow. <laughs> and a so set of triplets. They, they, they gave, yeah, they had some parents going to a fertility doctor or something. <laughs> that was like, what was the year for that? I, I read that story. I think that's 2017? Wow. Was before the so, pandemic. So in 1999, they were really partying, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Gonna party like it's 1999. Little white dove was a her name. Such a lovely sight to see. But their tribes but with each other. So their love could never be. I don't have any about schools. But I do have a story from the mainstream news, not even from the funny news. The Oscar Meyer Wienermobile has its first ever name change. And I was thinking, I didn't even know it had a name. I thought, <laughs> other than my, my baloney has a first name, it's O-S-C-E-R. <laughs> and it has a second name, M-E-Y-E-R. But I, I think I call it now, you know, Ralph Jones or something. I don't know. Uh, but the story, uh, it says that the uh, Wienermobile fans will have to say hello to the new vehicle by its new name. Uh, the iconic hot dog-shaped Wienermobile will now be called Frankmobile. <laughs> uh, it, it is because of their new product line of 100% percent all beef franks so they're calling it going to be calling it the frank mobile frankenstein <laughs> i suppose that would be the marketing gimmick but i already thought oscar meyer already had the 100 percent all beef franks uh i kind of think they got they were getting kind of cringy with the word wiener uh although that was what it's been called since like 1933 uh, but yeah it's going to be known as the frank mobile um, but um, that's gonna offend all them people named Frank. I don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, yeah, it's largely uh, about the all be Franks, um, and it's supposed to hit the highways nationwide this summer, and the. Uh, there's not a lot really in the story. Just keeps going, running around in circles here about the all be Frank uh, angle to the name change. Uh, but not only will they be changing the name of the Wienermobile, um, it, the drivers will now be known as Frankfurters. <laughs> I so thought maybe of, they would be the condiments. <laughs> I, yeah, this is I'm, I'm the ketchup and the mustard. <laughs> I, I suppose they were just called Wiener Wienermobile drivers in the past, I think. But now the drivers will receive the new name of Frankfurt. Uh, but um, 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 it's been 87 years since the Wienermobiles were uh, first brought onto the scene. There's, I think it says six of them that, are, uh, that make their rounds around the country. And um, I thought there was something in here too about the uh, something about a, a whistle or something. I forget what it was. I don't know what, 
I don't have it on here, so. Did you say, I don't know if you said this or not, but are they going to be electric Wienermobile or Frank Mobiles? It, no, it, it's just, they're, they're just changing the name. They'll still be oh. the same old Gas Oscar powers. Mayer Wienermobiles. Yeah. So it's going to be called, called, a, a, it's gonna be Frank called a, Frank, a Frank whistle? <laughs> a <weenie> whistle? <laughs> yeah, there, there's something with the whistle, because I know there was something about the whistle. Instead of the weenie whistle, it'll be the Frank whistle or something. <laughs> I remember reading that, but I, I can't. I must not have wrote it down because I can't find it on my notes. What were they going to call the drivers? Frank Furters. Frank Furters. Frank Herders. <laughs> mm. That would be good. Frank Herders. Or well, like Jill's idea, they could have called them condiments. Yeah, have one in red and one in yellow and one in green. Where the I'm the mustard oh. and the pickle relish. Running bare, love little white dog with a love. Now, to my second <laughs> bear story. The bear, apparently, after running away from that guy's porch, f- found his way back home, sort of. Um, um, a What's his name? A school principal in West Virginia went outside and unlatched the latch on the dumpster, and the door swung open, and there was a bear inside of it. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. Uh, Don't look. And apparently... Your school lunch in this dumpster tastes terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently... He screamed like a girl. And this was all caught on the camera. They put it, posted it on Facebook. And uh, it's a video clip of the this happening. And then the principal screaming and running away. The bear jumping out of the dumpster. Yay, finally I'm free. And School's out, like, yeah. School's <laughs> out. <laughs> the principal went one direction. The bear ran the other. <laughs> like the ding-dong dash. <laughs> Took off. And they assumed that the bear got into the dumpster and, the, and accidentally hit the latch or something. The door swung shut, you know, trapping it inside the dumpster. And so he's like, I'm free. <laughs> yeah. And uh, ran off into the woods unharmed. And the principal? <laughs> the principal of the bear. <laughs> the bear took off in the car and the principal disappeared into the woods. <laughs> well, the president went back into the school. And, and, I like my story better. <laughs> that, that's how scared they were. <laughs> they were so confused. <laughs> Tell you that, that in, in the St. Louis news, I think I heard it on the news the other day, they announced that there was a big black bear out there running around the neighborhood, and somebody hit it with a car and killed it. So the big black bear got killed. After all, who was the driver? I don't know. It's like a hit and run. (laughs) Oh, and so they they don't really know who hit the bear, but maybe the car was driven by a rabbit. It was getting revenge (laughs) (laughs) or Bambi. I don't think there'd be much of the car left after hitting a bear. You know? it depends on the size of the bear, I guess. 
And the size of the car. I don't know. I don't think it's the one that keeps escaping from the zoo, but I don't really think it's this one. This is in West Virginia. Well, where else do you get bears from in St. Louis? (laughs) (laughs) You look at the local pet store. Hey, can I get me a bear today? He couldn't swim the raging river Cause the river was too wide He couldn't reach little white dove Waiting on the other side Well, my other one is also another school story And I don't know what it is with our state But this one happened um, It's a college, uh, not college, a high school senior prank the seniors listed their school on Zillow for sale. The school for sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was their high school prank. Oh, yeah. Well, like- the seniors were done with it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it described it on Zillow as a 12,000. Uh, building for sale. I was going to say a 12,000 bedroom house. All right. This wasn't in Illinois. This was in Maryland, it says. Uh, A Mead High School, it said. I'm not sure what Mead, M-E-A-D, Mead. This might be the name of the school or the name of the town. Fort Mead might be up there, too. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> they described it on Zillow, Zillow as a half-working jail. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. 15 bathrooms come with sewage problems. The listing stated. And there's a kitchen and a dining room with a private basketball court. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it comes with complimentary trash-scented air fresheners. <laughs> And water issues. The spokesperson from the school says this is creative. (laughs) Cracks me up. It's creative advertising, he says. (laughs) Yeah. It's a crazy senior prank. I wonder if they had the offers, though. Greatly unestimated, he says. Well, it was overestimated. The value, the price. Oh, what was the price? Twelve thousand. No, wait. I don't know if it said the price. That just said the uh, the square, well, the square footage, footage of the school. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it said the price in the article. Make best offer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. And it's he thinks it's a funny prank from the seniors. Nobody was hurt. No, you know. And, no and nobody tried to buy it. Nobody. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they did. Uh, Maybe they might have, but yeah. In the moonlight, he could see her throwing kisses across the way. Her little heart was beating faster, waiting there for her brave. I got an animal story here. Uh, Michigan State Police say that a cow was pursued by uh, uh, cowboys on horses uh, chasing it down the interstate. 
there is a video of this group of uh, cow or the cow uh, followed by its pursuers along I seventy. Doesn't sound right. Interstate oh, 75. Okay. See, I didn't think I 70 went through Michigan. <laughs> I 75. Uh, in Detroit, uh, Michigan, it says a horse and cowboy were seen chasing the cow uh, after it escaped for its nearby pasture. Uh, after, uh, let's see. They compared it to the cast of Yellowstone <laughs> uh, chasing the escape, escaped cow uh, along I-75. Uh, the runaway animal was filmed running crosswise to the traffic uh, in the town northwest of Detroit. It stopped traffic on, on, the, on the highway. Uh, it was seen running down his shoulder with horses chasing after it. Uh, and when they tried to capture the bovine on the run, they were unsuccessful. And their attempts uh, failed when the cow ran out into traffic and was killed by a car. Oh, no. <laughs> Holy cow. Moo, moo, moo. Then ragtag band of cowboys chasing this cow that got loose, like I guess from a dairy farm. I don't know why else you would have cows up near Detroit. Um, Slaughterhouse. Yeah, could be. A running bear, love little white dog with a love big as the sky. Running bear, love little white dog. Um, in Oklahoma, police respond to cries for help. When they arrive, it turns out to be a goat. <laughs> a goat? Did we like have a story? Or before well, the last, the last one I did was two kids fighting. <laughs> oh yeah, that two was kid, it. Two kids say that somebody was yelling for help. Help! Help! That's kind of what it sounds like too. Whenever they help. <laughs> yeah, there was a distress shout. They heard somebody reported somebody was yelling for help. The police come, responded, and David Sneed, officer, went there, and it was a goat. And it was upset because it got separated from its friend. It uh -huh. says, <laughs> yeah, come back. I'm lost. <laughs> but I have another goat story. I've had, I ran across some stories and I got like two bear stories, two snake stories, two goat stories. It's like, anyway. <laughs> yeah. You need to have one more, either a bear story or a goat story. You'll have a full house. Running bear, dove in the water. Little white dove did the same, and they swam out to each other through the swirling stream. They came as their hand touched, and their lips met. The raging river pulled them down. Now they'll always 
Be together in that happy hunting ground. Running bear, love little white dove with a love big as the sky. Running bear, love little white dove with a love that couldn't die. Well, unless you, either one of you, have more news story, that's all I got. You ready to move I on? I don't have any more. Well, I have a bunch, but I got future shows. <laughs> <laughs> we had a boat ride to Key West and back. You and me. That's nothing, huh? Move on to some yeah. weird words then. But be prepared for your boyfriend to call on you about 10 o'clock tonight. Yeah. Oh, weird words. Let's see how weird words we can get today. Our first so. word is hypnagogic. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Oh, because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I wanna be what? Hypnagogic. It's H Y P. H Y P N A G O G I C. Hypnagogic. Gogic, gogic. Oh, and it's an adjective. Hip, but it doesn't like say you're where hypnotized the word comes by, from. Hypnotized by people jogging. Yeah. Look at those people jogging. They're so mesmerizing. <laughs> um, it makes you want to do it almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> but not really. Yeah, I think it's the thing. The thing they use to hypnotize you with. Oh, that, little, that, that dangly thing is swing back and forth. Watch the watch. Look at my hypnagogic. Being <laughs> uh, well, you, it's close. It's relating to the state right before you fall asleep. So you're kind of. Yeah. As you're dozing off into dreamland. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're being hypnotized into sleep. And you're just going, going, going. Mm. Next, next word is. They see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and dirty. Rather plan. <laughs> Those R-A-T- rats have a plan. R A T A P L A N Rataplan. Rapa plan. It's a noun and it is French, so I don't know if I'm saying it it's, right. It may sound different in French. <laughs> it's like uh, a, a, a rap artist who is telling you his plan in rhyme. Listen up, everybody. I got a plan. Hear me out. You'll understand. <laughs> that's all I got. I can't rhyme anymore. <laughs> well, you said T like Terry, right? R A T. Yeah, like rat. Well, rat. Let me go back R-A-T. in here. I thought it was R R A P A P L A N. No, it is R A T, like the little rat. R A T. Rat. A P L A N E. A plan. Plan. Rat a plan. Rat a plan. Yeah. T. You, you, 
you, you have your business meeting and your CEO wants to share his plan. And so he hires plan. a rapper to, to tell you all about it. I'm sticking so, by that one. Whatever they, the rat comes up with a plan to take the cheese. <laughs> like, like Ratatouille. The rat has a plan to have a restaurant. <laughs> oh, no. Just too white and nerdy. Just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. <laughs> well, a rat to plan somehow in French is a drumming or beating sound. <laughs> oh, like like you're, you're rapping out a tapping out a rhythm on a drum. Yeah, those French people. Why do they know? <laughs> this is another list of French words, is it? Oh. Yeah, this next no, it's not all French words. This next word is pal free. And it's P A L F R E Y. Cow free. Cow free. There's that cow running on the road. He was free. I'm free. I'm a cow. Oh. This is a noun and it's Anglo Norman, if that helps you out any. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like you know, French, English, you know. Norman is like the the coast of France right there across the English Channel. Well, they have palfreys in that area, I guess. Palfreys <laughs> instead of bat bat bells of uh, bats in the belfry, you have cows in the belfry. <laughs> the palfreys. Let us out of here, Mo. <laughs> Mo. How we get up here anyway? <laughs> Well, I'm a, I wouldn't say it'd be a barn. It does have to do with animals. It's like a bat in the belfry. Yeah. That's the what Keith said. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. This word means. A docile horse used for riding. A, a horse. horse. A horse. Used so for riding. Free is a docile horse. I guess that's a calm horse used for riding. All righty. The Hackam is called a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Our next word you're going to like is. My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. Androgagi. <laughs> Androgagi. A N D R O G. Wait a minute. I missed a couple letters here in the middle. Androgagi. A N D R A G O G Y. Androgagi is the way you make yeah. this way it sounds. Well, andro relates to a man, and they don't know about what goggy. You got um, those goo goo goggly an, eyes. It's a noun, <laughs> but you, it doesn't you, say. You're you're on the corner instead of girl watching. You're on the corner guy watching. Yeah, <laughs> got those goggly guy eyes that are looking at the dudes. It could be andro. Uh, uh, Sounds like a medical term uh, to me. Androgagi. <laughs> Andro- I don't know what those G's, if it's the G sound, you know, which G sound it would make. G- yeah, I'm trying to think of what the suffix means of 
Gog, Gogi. God, oh, no, it, has to do with, it has to do with man because Andrew is, is like Greek for man. Yeah, yeah hmm. let me say, Andrew. <laughs> You're looking like a man. Oh. <laughs> I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a wizard, a minesweeper, I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze. Well, it could, I mean, that's half right, because what it means is the teaching of an adult, adult education, like adult I'm assuming education. colleges will teach. So, so you're teaching people once they've, once they've grown kid. up into adulthood as opposed to childhood. Right. So, so would school be child childagogy? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no, I don't know. What's in the, what, I, I like to put a, put a gag in some children sometimes. <laughs> what's Greek for child? If we have Greek andro for this, it'd be... Uh, probably pay, patio or something like that for child. Mm-hmm. Patio, patio, patio god G, see, god G or whatever. Pedagogy. You're teaching them kids. Indoctrinating the kids. <laughs> going to indoctrinate the adults. Our next word is Killer rap, I haven't run At Pascal, well, I'm number one Do vector calculus just for fun I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun True by T-R-O-U-V-A-I-L-L-E So true True Vail Trueville Trueville But it's weird because it sounded like when it said it on my phone It said true by yeah, sometimes it's V I L L E, though, right? That's V A I L L E. Veil, like, yeah, like travail, only it's true veil. Travail is to work hard or labor. So, true veil means you are making someone else work. Um. Although it's T R O U, like trouble, so you are troubled by doing work. (laughs) Trouble by wearing a veil. (laughs) Well, somebody's wedding, and it's really there, so it's true and not fake. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's the veil the bride wears. It's a true veil. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It is a noun, so it could be something like that. But it's it's um it actually means Happy Days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. It's a lucky find. Oh well, <laughs> I guess that's the bride without the veil would be the lucky find. Huh? <laughs> Look what I found behind this veil. Huh? <laughs> lucky me. Our next word is easy. R E D E. Read. Read. R E D E. I didn't know you could even spell it this way. Might maybe again, it's misspelled. Could be, <laughs> could be ready. I don't know how how you, how Re- you actually read-y. pronounce it. Red day. It's a verb and it's old English. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to read the book <laughs> in the form of Shakespeare. Oh. <laughs> Just like Ham. <laughs> it's a color, red. Uh, red, 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 red. 
That's a new way to spell it. <laughs> it's the old English way to spell red. Sure. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't speak old English. Just too white and nerdy. Just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. No, well, I barely here, speak New English. <laughs> this word means to advise someone. So if you want to give somebody some advice, uh, advice, then you can read them. Let me read to you there, little boy. <laughs> give you some reading. Well, it still doesn't make any sense. Those old English are stupid. <laughs> yeah, our the word we don't talk that here. way anymore. <laughs> I like to roll with the gangsters. It's a time to wide and nerdy. Yeah. Let me see. It starts with a Z, like Zulu. Z Y M U R G Y. Zimmergy. 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 And it's a noun. Like submerge, you put something under the water, and if you zymerge it, you bring it out of the water. Yeah. Zymergy. Mm. You're going to zymerge with traffic. It means you're going back where you came from. <laughs> oh. <laughs> going to merge into it. You're going to zymerge out of it. <laughs> wow. Well, Z-Y, like zygote, starts with a Z-Y. So, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe that's kind of, that. kind of a strange word. It's whenever the zygote emerges from the fallopian tube. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this doesn't say if it's French or not, but I kind of picture it as a French word because what it means. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm so white and nerdy. It's the study of making wine. Uh, yeah. Well, brewing or a distillery, so I don't know if you brewed winemaking or brewing at like a distillery, it says. Like fermenting wine, distilling it. Yeah. Wow, hmm. wow that's news to me. I guess I'm not, I'm not a wine drinker, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wonder if we have any wine drinkers who are listeners, then did you know? Yeah. <laughs> because you should, you should email us and tell us. How stupid we are. <laughs> I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics. You know, I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on survivable media. I edit Wikipedia. Our next word is abdident. A Abstinence. B A B D I I T I V E Abditive. 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 It's an adjective and it's Latin, so this could help you out if you know Latin. Apparently. <laughs> Abditive. Uh, Ab Ab Abditive. It's, it's like the you know uh, red dye number three, the add to your food. Oh. Additives. Abditives. A B E. So. Abditive. I don't know. My my six pack abditives. Oh. <laughs> mm. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I memorize Holy Grail really well. I can recite it right now and have you R O T F L O L. 
Well, they they could do this when they're playing hide and seek because it means you're capable of hiding or concealing. You liar. <laughs> Stop hiding the truth from us. Business doing websites while friends need some code. Who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my doll. This next word you'll really love it's Argle Bargle. <laughs> Argle Bargle. Argle Bargle. Argle Bargle. It's A R G L E. And then there's a hyphen B A R G L E. Argle Bargle. Argle Bargle. That's what an auctioneer does. It's Argle a noun Bargle. and it's Scottish. A Scottish noun. Argle oh. Bargle. <laughs> Never heard of Argle Bargle. That, that's, that's the sound you, that you make when you have uh, too much you know, gas in your colon. That's the sound that your stomach makes when it rumbles. Argle Bargle Bargle. Oh, my stomach is grumbling. <laughs> or when somebody's trying to just... This guy's there cursing. Argle, bargle, bargle, bargle. That's what the Hamburglar says. Argle, bargle, bargle. Rubble, rubble, rubble. Yeah, yeah. You kind of kind of got it there, I suppose. Yo, I got myself a fanny pack. They were having a sale down at the Gap in my nights with a roll of bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me. Suppose it means nonsense, so the Hamburglar speaks in, in nonsense. Argle, bargle. <laughs> you don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, neither does that word. <laughs> Answer it. Oh, that was my last word this week. Argle bargle. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I wanna bowl with the gangsters. But oh well, it's not What a lot of nonsense. Speaking of nonsense, that's why he's knocking at our door. But we'd better be on the lookout. Anything might happen. <laughs> we can... We can continue then, huh? Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you a man who looks twice as good as ever before, but oh, how he looked before. <laughs> we might even have some, uh, top some word list. Yeah. Top ten. Here's her top ten. Yeah, top ten. Oh, I need to flip a coin. Um, hey, Ziggy, flip a coin. Okay. We will do. You got tails. Okay, I'll do the second one. It's a... T- ten outlandish hiring attempts by VIPs and celebrities. Number ten. Angelina Jolie tried at one time to hire a hitman to kill herself. Well, I hate myself. I just can't. I just can't commit suicide. You do it for me. Back in 2001, she was dealing with a lot of mental illness Apparently. and suicidal. And if she had somebody kill her, it would be less stressful for her family to deal with it better. <laughs> if she was killed by somebody, hmm. man, 
Number nine. Jeff Goldblum, when he was 13, tried to hire a prostitute. <laughs> I don't know what it he, didn't feel, he didn't feel quite adequate with the girls. And he took $5 and went to the red light district. And well, when he was 13, that was probably a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> he went and approached... One of the women, and he got cold feet and ran away. <laughs> and she made $5 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some money, man, but never mind. <laughs> um, number eight. The CIA hired a magician to write a magic book for the CIA. Wow. For spies oh. in the CIA. So for that the they CIA could learn spies. How to, so they could learn how to do sleight of hand. Okie dokie. Now I do know in World War II, uh, I think it was the the British hired a well known magician at the time and uh they put him in charge of camouflaging their like uh, wartime factories and from the sky it would look like the, the factory had been bombed and destroyed but underneath of the the camouflage netting the factory was actually you know producing Up and yeah. all right number seven is in San Diego they hired a rainmaker and then it okay. flooded. <laughs> was it the rain man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. This is back in 1915. Um, to wash away all the, the, the homeless people on their poop on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the city of San Diego paid $10,000 to hire a rainmaker, Charles Hatfield. He promised he could make it rain. Hmm. <laughs> I guess it <laughs> Number six. Uh, um, the mayor of Bogota, hmm. Colombia. Hired mimes, M-I-M-E-S, mimes, you know. Yeah. Uh, he hired mimes to make fun of bad drivers. Oh, okay. I, I, I was thinking to write his speeches. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what kind of a speech a mime would write. Look, the box is getting smaller. <laughs> pull the rope, pull the rope. <laughs> Um, the mime would wear a Superman suit and he gave out 350,000 tickets and different signs well sign he had 
uh, what did I say, 350,000 different signs that he would flash at the drivers when they were driving badly. Hmm. Anyway, I thought it said 350,000 tickets, but anyway. Uh, um, so it's kind of like five, a public service campaign for, you know, uh, teaching right. drivers to be more uh, aware. Yeah. yeah. Number five, um, the Rolling Stones once hired the Hells Angels for security. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't go over very well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think somebody got stabbed at that concert. Shot and killed. Because there was an altercation between the Hells Angels and the crowd. 1969. And they tried to put on their own Woodstock at uh, something at Altamont Speedway uh, with the Grateful Dead, Jefferson Airplane, and some others. They'd hired the Hells Angels for security. It didn't turn out very well. The Hells Angels kept beating up everybody. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> when Mick Jagger took the stage. One of the Hells Angels stabbed a man to death. Oh, my. And another person had a gun and shot somebody right in front of Mick Jagger. Nobody else in the band saw what happened, so they continued to play. And by the time it was over, three three other people got killed. And, and somehow, four babies were born. Oh. Not not created, but born. Huh? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Number four, Gary Oldman. You ever heard of him? Anyway, doesn't ring a bell. He's on my other list of that I'm not doing today. But Gary Oldman, um, he he hired a voice coach so he could relearn how to sp speak in a British accent. Relearn, right? So I guess he's actually he, British. He he was British, but he had made so many movies to where he was not speaking, you know, with his accent that he forgot how to speak in his British accent. So he hired <laughs> a voice coach. All right, <laughs> that okay. would be weird. Yeah, uh, I wonder uh, if people in the South who work hard to lose their Southern accent if they had trouble falling back into it. I can't imagine that they would, but hey, <laughs> it gets a good app. Number three, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne once hired a dwarf. Why? His own personal dwarf. And he called, him Ronnie, me, huh? called him, <laughs> he called him Ronnie the Dwarf. Um, All right. And I just like dwarfs. I have them around me. I'm gonna hire he, <laughs> he got him to make fun of his other bandmate, Ronnie James Dio, <laughs> to make fun of him. Yeah. Oh. Which may it may have been what broke up the band. <laughs> and uh, so so he got him as a mini me for one of the other band members. Right. To make fun of him. Right. And, uh, you know, they they played together in Black Sabbath. And then when the band split up, Ozzy became a solo artist. But Ronnie James Dio 
did as well. You know, I saw them both in concert together, but anyway, oh. in Germany. But okay, number number two from the Fast and Furious um, Tokyo Drift. They, they hired the, the 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 cast hired a fake uh, director. They were unable to get the permits to film, so they had a fake director as a decoy. So when the police came to bust him for filming, then they would they would go they arrested the, the wrong guy. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he went to jail. He was there. He, he was the scapegoat. <laughs> yeah. Here, you take We're the fall. We're going to hire a guy to take the fall for our real director. They put the little bray on him. They set him in the director chair. They said director across the back of it. <laughs> and they come in and grab that guy right there. He's the man in charge. Um, number one. Bill Murray once hired an assistant that no one could communicate with. <laughs> oh. Eh. What was it, it's Mr. Sluggo? <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, Mr. Sluggo. Oh, um, his director and co-actor um, Harold Ramis was very difficult. He couldn't, they couldn't seem to communicate with each other. So Bill Murray hired a deaf person to communicate for him. <laughs> oh. And the deaf person would try to use sign language to communicate with both of the actors and neither one could figure out what was going on. <laughs> and of course, the deaf person couldn't hear what they were saying. <laughs> All right. It sounds like uh, a lot of frustration there, needlessly. <laughs> That's funny if they couldn't get along because Harold yeah. Ramis, he was the ghost, one of the Ghostbusters when they made that movie. Right, he was in Stripes and Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day. Yeah, so they, they, they apparently made good enough co-stars that they could get along, but maybe it was the whole actor-director uh, dynamic happening there. Uh, that's my top ten list for this week. It's kind of funny. That <laughs> yeah, well... Definitely odds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a wagon. We're camped in the river bottom at the south edge of town. I'm aiming to kill me some buffalo. Anything else you want to know, Marshal? We got to keep them happy. That means it's time to toss out the anchor. And get on to our anchored topic. Um, and this week is on living skills. We did living skills last week. It is low vision. There I will. And, of course, we don't know much about low vision because, hey, all of us don't see nothing. Uh, but I do, I mentioned last week I had a, a topic that somebody asked about, and it it doesn't, maybe it fits in with low vision, uh, I don't know. But uh, the question was, you use Facebook? How do you do that? And I thought, well, the same way you use anything on the internet. <laughs> you just yeah. open up the website page or you open up the app and you use it. And so I thought uh, maybe one of you guys wanted to describe the process that you go through if you're going to either read your Facebook feed or post something to your Facebook feed. 
Well, first, you of course, that, first, of course, you got to have your voiceover turned on. So you have to go to your settings and assess mm-hmm. accessibilities and turn on your voiceover. So your phone will talk to you. So you know what you're doing. Yeah. Step and number then one. You, of course, download the app for Facebook and set all that up. How I don't remember. It's been too many years. How you it, go through Yeah, it basically wants you to do your your username or email address, type in your password. Just pretty simple. Just tap on the, the edit field and use the on-screen keyboard and you tap in your info. Yeah, and that's how you uh, post something. I mean, you go on and... Well, it's how you, you log your, in. Yeah, you go to your uh, homepage and you swipe to the right until you get to what's on your mind and then you type in whatever you're you're wanting to say and find the and post. They've, they've actually, which, over the years, have changed that because it used to be right there on your Facebook uh, starting page the what's on your mind field used to be an edit box where you just tap into it. And again, your on-screen keyboard shows up at the bottom and you could type it in and hit the post button. But these days you'd have to tap that and it goes to a second screen and about midway down the screen, you find it, that edit box that says, post." (laughs) yeah, it usually says create post. You know, something like that. Then you or you could always use your, it says dictate. I believe it looks like a microphone, a record button. And right. You could just say what you want to say. And then it, of course, types it for you. But then you need to check and make sure the spelling is right. <laughs> well, <laughs> the secret to that is if you speak your punctuation while you're saying your sentence, then it ty- it remembers better. You have to give it a little chance to put a little break in there to store it in its memory, you know? Yeah, but it still sometimes it doesn't understand the word you're saying. Or like sometimes when I do a joke, if I want to say the bear like you're doing, but it's B-A-R-E instead of B-E-A-R. So sometimes you have to go back and check which bear they put in or which there, T-H-E-R-E or T-H-E-I-R. Right. Usually the dictation usually does a decent job at that kind of unless you're mumbling but yeah. not always yeah and if you're mumble it, it just puts in whatever mumbled yeah. syllable you, you tried to say clearly and enunciate <laughs> and it does pretty well yeah yeah so that's how well, i do I it noticed, or huh? if you want to share something and that you happen to be like i share bible verse every day and there's an actual share button and you just tap that and then it says share to where, and it has a list of uh, LinkedIn or what's it called that you do, Twitter and Twitter, right. Facebook. And it has a list of different things you can choose from, and you tap the one you want, and hit the share button, and off it goes. And that's all you do and with so that. The, and so if you tap Facebook, then you get the, the screen where it'll have that item you shared, whether It'd be, in your case, a Bible verse, or maybe it's a news headline or something. But then you still have the option, do you want to say something about this? And there's an edit box if you want to fill it out. But if you don't, you just swipe until you find the share button, or what's it called, next or post or something. 
But sometimes it'll be on that a, one it's share. And sometimes it says, Do you want to who do you want to share with? You know, put it in your timeline, your friends. Hey people and because right. you, if you're on a, on a Facebook group, you can share it to a particular group if you want to do it to your timeline or if you want to share it with a particular friend or something. Yeah. Don't share it to my email. <laughs> so it's, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, I know a lot of sighted people and probably a little vision people use Facebook in its original intention, and that is you you sharing pictures and because Facebook was actually designed as a way for you know college students to stay uh, connected, you know, and share you know like reunion kind of things. Uh, but then it, it just kind of developed its own life from that and people would do a lot of sharing of images and photos memes and now it's just another way to spread gossip um <laughs> but they but then uh as a side of person maybe that's all you do is look at the funny cat video or something and you don't think about there's actually text involved and as a blind person i don't even think about the graphics i if there's a graphic i for one i probably don't even notice it uh, I I quit I quit posting things on Facebook after a while because after a while I had a lot of women griping at me about oh stop putting all that sports stuff on here that's not what this is for and I'm like oh that's right it's just for gossip <laughs> sorry <laughs> tell us more about your children <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, you should be able yeah, to post as, whatever as, you want. If you want to post sports, post sports. Daily as someone who is blind, our, our main thing is the text part of it. We we'll, just write, write in a message. You read a message. And it's no different than sending a, a text message using you know, SMS or you know, whatever. Um, so uh, I, it just kind of caught me on guard that someone said, how do you actually use that? Like The same way I use email or texting? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I thought I would just you know talk a little bit about that and give we can, a feel they, for it. So you get some people say, go to your camera roll and send me picture number 52. And it's like, why? <laughs> oh, yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, it's like you don't want to know for one thing. And with me, the way I use my camera, chances are it's, it's either a screenshot <laughs> that I accidentally took <laughs> at the floor looking at my feet or something it's like why do you this thing? <laughs> huh? well, yeah. that would be fun an accidental picture from the blind person put that on Facebook. <laughs> but no maybe you better check with somebody to make sure it's, it's a clean yeah. picture, not like a picture. most of the images that i take is either i'm holding my phone and i accidentally snap a picture of my feet as i'm sitting oh, in yeah, this, happened to, <laughs> this happened to me one time back when i was lost my vision we went to the st louis zoo and i was like, we're standing there and they're like oh there's an elephant so i t took my camera and my phone out thinking oh i'll just take a picture and see so i took a picture and i go did i get it did i get it and i said well that's a good picture of the elephant's butt <laughs> <laughs> He didn't say which way his face and only cow. With the camera, it, it, at least you, you can really go a long way with just point and shoot uh, most of the times. If you're going to actually strive to be a good photographer, you, you need to know a lot more than that. But honestly, <laughs> you can go a long way with just point and shoot. <laughs> 
Right. I was shooting a little video clip once a couple of years ago, of my wife riding a granddaughter around on the riding lawnmower. And I'd hear, I'd have my phone on. I was just holding it, like sitting in a chair, just holding it what I thought was the right level and everything. And filmed them. They went around. I just kept filming. They come back around. I said, and then we watched it and they go, oh, it was pretty good, except for you got my head cut off. And it's like, oh. <laughs> but everything else was Man. fine. But. Get the blind guy camera, and you get what you get. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just thought we I'd toss it out there today for our low vision portion of our anchor topic. Uh, kind of a wild card, but it is kind of sort of pretending to low vision, maybe. Well, good bird. Well, how do you like that? This guy kills me. Do we have any email? It takes us to our time for uh, email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Uh, yeah, this is an email. It starts out, uh, hello there, Keith, Terry, and Jill. I'm a marriage counselor, and I thought you'd like to hear how I handled... A particularly difficult case. Names are kept secret for privacy's sake, of course. Uh, my clients were having trouble because they refused to communicate. I tried several therapy techniques, but nothing was working. It was like talking to two brick walls. <laughs> Finally, I picked up a bass guitar that I keep in my office and began playing uh, a few riffs. Uh, it's I'll, I'll back up so I missed it there. But, uh, finally, I picked up a bass guitar and started to play. Did I mention I have a sideline? As uh, with a local band, it's not much, but it helps me unwind after work. There we go. I, I thought I missed part of that line. Uh, I started out with a few simple rhythms at first, then gradually increased into more and more intricate arrangements. The couple look at each other while I'm playing, not sure what's going on. Then finally, they break the ice and they start talking to each other. And then after a while, they turned a corner in their conversation and started to feel better. finished playing and put down the bass and as we were wrapping up the appointment they thanked me but then he asked why on earth did you pick up the bass halfway through our session and start playing it's simple I replied everyone talks during the bass solo <laughs> I, I guess you have to be a musician to get that fully <laughs> The bassist is out there doing his best to do it so little people just talking, ignoring the guy. Anyway, this is from uh, see, uh, Dr. Maurice Love from Bumblebee, Arizona. Hmm. I don't know if they have something about the birds and the bees or something, but anyway, Bumblebee, Arizona. Anyway, there's that email. I thought that was interesting. Of course, that punchline, you have to kind of think about it. But- that was good. That was good. <laughs> so, what, 
the email out of the way. And I do want to encourage folks to send us your email because I don't always have a big supply of emails laying around. <laughs> well, I think we have a swell solution to that one. Send your email to tsf at thatsoundsfunny.com. Send your email to tsf at thatsoundsfunny.com. Well, I'll be dang bunny. But it is time for some final thought. Well, I can have a hobby, can't I? Here's a final thought. What did the daddy popcorn say to the baby popcorn? You have your mother's ears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got one too. What do you call a chicken from another planet? Planet. <laughs> An extraterrestrial. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, <clears throat> I found out that squirrels can have up to 15 babies at a single litter. So now I totally understand why they're always running out in front of cars. Meep, meep. Where, where does, where does baby corn come from if there's only popcorn? <laughs> ah, there we go. Wonder where. Popcorn jokes. I guess the same place that uh, ladybugs uh, come from. But there's only ladybugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know why the boy threw branches in the lake? He wanted to catch fish sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sheesh. Have you ever noticed that a theme park can snap a crystal clear picture of you on a roller coaster at 70 miles an hour, but a bank camera cannot get a clear shot of a robber standing still? <laughs> what was... The prince's favorite hot dog topping. Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> Do you know what a lawnmower's favorite music is? It's bluegrass. Bluegrass. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that means the bluegrass right about now. Cashier told me, script down, fixing me. How was I supposed to know she was talking about my credit card? <laughs> <laughs> what did the Kaiser roll say to the bratwurst? Gluten top. Gluten top. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
where do heroes buy their groceries? At the <laughs> supermarket. Yeah! <laughs> of course. Uh, I find that sometimes it's better to confess while I still have a chance to get away. Oh, well, that's not funny today, ain't it? <laughs> How many cats does it take to change a light bulb? Really? You think a cat's going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, meow, you handle it. Meow. <laughs> Why did the hamburger go to the gym? He wanted better buns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was National Hamburger Day uh, long, uh, over the weekend, I think, Saturday or oh. Sunday. I believe that it is important to remain transparent. Um, and by ambiguity about that, watch my thingy we were talking about. But I remain open to any closed-minded ideas you may have about it. I should run for politics. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a tennis racket with ice cream? Soft serve. <laughs> Which cowboy looks like all the others? The Clone Ranger. <laughs> He's a clone of himself. Uh, well, my son's dog understands uh, several human words, but my son can't understand a single one of my dog's barks. I think the dog must be smarter than my son. <laughs> Did you hear about the world's first Game of Thrones? It was played in a house with one <laughs> The Game of Thrones. <laughs> Who's going to get there fight. first? You had to fight for it. What do you get when you cross a dentist in a boat? You get a tooth fairy. A, a dentist in a boat? <laughs> mm -hmm. A fairy boat. <laughs> a tooth, yeah. uh, what's a rabbit's favorite type of music? Jazz. I know you're probably thinking it would be hip hop, but they really like the scat. That smells like poop poop. <laughs> I have one left. This What's better be good than this last one. <laughs> What's the difference between a butterfly and a fly? One comes from a pupa and one comes from a pupa. Poopal head. One comes from a pupa and one comes from poop, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, I messed up the joke. It's supposed to be funny. Dang it. Yeah. I thought I was going to say butter.
was one of the things different from a butterfly and a fly. <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. Our final thoughts. Well, I've had enough. Well, what do you think? I'll tell you what I think. And so we have arrived at the part of the show where we like to close it all out. This is your host, Keith. I can't even talk. Your host, <laughs> Keith, saying thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. That really is how we grow our listenership the most. Uh, but they, while you're out there in the world of uh, podcast directories, leave us a rating and review. Uh, make sure you visit our webpage. You can actually listen to any of our shows right from the webpage while you're there. Send us an email with your own funny story in it. Leave us a comment on any of the shows you find. And uh, then we'll see you again next week and hope to hear uh, from you. I wasn't eating anything. Oh, man, cheerio. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> that sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com That sounds funny!